Hi, and welcome to the Weather Gurus Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on this weekend edition, November 15, 2020. I want to talk about the winter weather outlook for the contiguous United States, um, as well as give you some world weather news. First, the winter outlook. The La Nina pattern is set to dominate the winter pattern. And normally when we have a La Nina pattern heading into winter, you can pretty much expect above average temperatures for the Sun Belt the southeast as well as the northeast and below average temperatures for those well above the northern tier in the Dakotas, Montana, and the upper Midwest. Elsewhere, we'll have near normal temperatures for the La Nina season. Now, as far as precipitation, we can expect above average precipitation either in the form of rain or snow for the southeast corridor, the northeast corridor, and the Sunbelt states. What happens during these times is that you get a, a lot of times we get a mixture of that rain and snow, that sleet thing. And so snow totals will be a little bit below normal in the northeast and what they're accustomed to, especially uh, with the exception of the mountains, the Appalachians. Uh, they may experience normal or maybe a little bit above normal, but it will be very close call because this year we just haven't seen that amount of precipitation. It depends on the jet stream and how it's set up. Um, if it, the troughs dig further and the cold fronts dig further south, we would get more precipitation back up through the mountains in the Ohio Valley. So, unfortunately for East Coast snow lovers, the storm tracks will normally be too far west to bring much snow this winter. And so we would see uh, normal snow totals, just nothing to the extreme, even with the two or three snowstorms or four snowstorms we get during this winter time season. The drought will continue for the western and southern states out there, um, unfortunately, but there will be brief times where we get systems coming across the Intermountain West that will help to, and the Cascades and Northern Rockies that will help to take care of some of the fires that have been going on in this past couple of weeks. Elsewhere in the world weather news, you know there was a typhoon that hit the Philippines and the Manila Philippines causing flooding and extreme flooding, flash flooding, and it left 42 people dead. Our prayers and, and thoughts are with those people out there in Manila, Central Manila, and the Philippines. Um, at least reports are coming out that at least 12 villages, villagers were dug out from mud and rock slides in the northern province of Cagayan and Nueva Vizcaya, police said. And so there's 20 more people miss, missing, and the government's main disaster response agency is looking uh, search and rescue mission at this time. Um that was with Vamco, Typhoon Vamco, Super Typhoon Vamco, Vamco. It slammed into the Philippines. It winds over 150 miles an hour. Um, it blew north of Metropolitan Manila overnight on Wednesday, toppling trees and power poles, swelling rivers, and setting off landslides and major storm surges. And so our prayers and thoughts are with them as they try to recover. More than 400,000 people um, were evacuated to higher ground before the typhoon hit mainly those of, you know, the coastal and low-lying areas. But 3.8 million households lost power in central Manila, and crews have later restored electricity in many areas. So they're working, but Vamco hit the, has hit the Philippines on the heels of Typhoon Goni, one of the strongest typhoons in the world this year, with left 30 people dead, missing and damaged, or destroyed 270,000 houses. Uh, so tons of people were still displaced when Vamco hit. And this is exactly what we're experiencing on the Western Hemisphere. With We had Hurricane Ada and now uh, Hurricane Iota making the same approach in Central America toward Honduras, Nicaragua, Belize, and El Salvador. 
and they're going to experience major flash flooding and major wind damage, major power outages, major displacement of people as well. So our prayers are with Philippines, Central America over here in the world. And also in the U.S., there was major flooding in Charlotte, North Carolina in the areas. The Catawba River swelled to uh, flash flood heights. A lot of people had to be rescued. And so the rivers from there are not expected to go down until Friday of this week as well. So prayers are with those people as well. And in, in, even in Miami, Florida, in South Florida, Miami, Florida, Fort Lauderdale um, area, they had massive flooding. Fort Lauderdale is known as the Venice of America because of the canals that they have where the canals swell, swelled and flood, some, flooded some of the communities. Miami experienced, Miami's on pace to experience uh, the wettest season ever with over 80 inches of rain thus far has fell this year. And that's even wet by Miami standards, very wet and very flooding. And so with the king tides also this week, um, our prayers are with Miami, Savannah, Georgia, Charleston, South Carolina, uh, all of these areas, Boston, Massachusetts. The king tides are coming in this week. The, with the, with the king tide is basically when the sun, the moon, and the, and the um, earth aligns and are in alignment, and it creates astronomical tides above high tide normals that cause flooding, street flooding, and different things of that nature. So be on the lookout for that as well. So we have a lot going on weather-wise, and so we want to stay vigilant. Um, we want to stay prepared. And um, we also want to stay informed of what is going on as well. So thank you very much for joining me for this weather update. And I look forward to hearing you in the next episode.